Welcome to a brand new episode of the Retail Podcast by Bureau.ai. I'm Krithika Anand, your host. The Retail Podcast by Bureau.ai focuses on conversations around technology, AI, and all things retail. In the last 10 years, the business of retail has changed more than at any other time in history. This change has been good for some and not so great for others. In this episode, we're talking to someone who is not only weathering the change, but also thriving in it. Today, we're exploring the world of Jolovis, a modern fashion apparel brand based out of Greece. Before we dive in, we have with us today, Alex, one of the founders of Jolovis. He's going to take us through their journey with their brand, the hardships and the adversity that they've overcome. Hi, Alex. Welcome. And it's so lovely to have you on our podcast. Hello, Krithika. Uh, thank you very much for asking me to join. It's our pleasure, Alex. Great. So let's jump right in. So why don't we begin by you telling us a little bit about Jolovis's journey, the inspiration behind it, and where you stand in the world of fashion in Greece today? Sure. Um, so um, Jolovis's uh, idea um, originated from my wife. Um, she is a fashion lover and a fashion addict, uh, I'll put it mildly. Um, and um, it was the initial goal actually to start it in 2017, um, but uh, because uh, we had our first child and uh, some other priorities, it was delayed until, uh, postponed basically until 2021. Um, so um, in general, it was uh, her friends always asking her opinion on on shopping, um, what clothes to buy and, um, uh, what this uh, particular garment fits fits with that garment or the other one. So she was the one that uh, was always being asked these types of questions. Uh, she's always kept up to date with the latest uh, fashion trends. Uh, uh, she loves spending hours going for shopping, and uh, and uh, we decided uh, to 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 start something together. I help her on the technology part. She help, she she does her own bit on the selection of garments and uh, customizations of the clothes that she prefers. And uh, that's how, how Jolovis was born in 2021. Wow, that's incredible. Um, I'm sure it must have been quite a journey. And it's really nice to hear the story straight from you. Um, all sure. right. I'm curious to understand, Alex, globally with what's going on, businesses today continue to be affected deeply by the overall geopolitical situation and the climate of the region. And, you know, the volatile market conditions across the globe, right? What are the changes in consumption patterns that you're noticing and how is it affecting business either globally or in Greece in specific? So um, I think what was happening in Greece was the same as uh, as was happening throughout the world during these these past 12 months. Um, It was initially uh, the pandemic, that COVID pandemic, and then... um, the, the war uh, in Ukraine, which is uh, closer, feels closer here than maybe in other regions, uh, definitely closer um, since we're in Europe. Um, so what we were seeing, for example, during the pandemic is that uh, everyone was jumping in to open their, their e-commerce store. Uh, many people were doing this thing for the first time. They didn't have a lot of experience. And uh, although I am an IT professional myself, uh, we did need some uh, IT technical support for some parts of our website and some parts of the software that we needed. And because everyone was so overloaded with work, 
it was difficult for them to, to, to book a slot for us. And so everything was being delayed for several weeks. Uh, one feature of the website, one part of the software customization to integrate with the receipts, uh, for example, all these bits and pieces were being delayed because of the COVID pandemic. Um, shipments were also being delayed from China um, because uh, China had a even more severe type of lockdown than, than in Europe. Um, so uh, there were several delays in, in freight as well. Now, after that, um, we have the situation, of course, that's happening in Ukraine. And uh, since February, we, one of the things that we noticed is that website visits decreased. Um, and uh, the, the ad spend on, on social media and search engines did not have the, uh, the same effect uh, on, on conversion as it used to have before the war. Uh, so it, it kind of caused um, a, a significant downturn in, in purchasing patterns, I would, I would call it, um, a significant decrease in conversions. And uh, many people were, were skeptical of uh, where are we going to spend where are they going to spend their money? Uh, is it wise to spend it now or maybe keep it because you don't know what's going to happen? And uh, uh, so, um, so that, that was a, a major, a major uh, change that we saw, especially the ads that the conversion was very low and uh, many other um, e-commerce stores that we know of uh, stopped or decreased their ad spend by a lot. And we did the same uh, during this time. So um, that was the, most important thing uh, before after the war uh, after in um, after February of this year, uh, the second thing is that we saw a, a lot of uh, cost increases. Uh, we received urgent emails from uh, courier companies telling us that since June we will start increasing the uh, freight cost by twelve percent for for each package, um, even though we had like annual annual agreements with them. They, they took advantage of some clause in the agreement said for urgent events, we can increase the prices. So they did increase those prices. We saw increases in all types of bills here from uh, electricity bills, um, et cetera. So there were several um, cost increases as well. So yes, there has been a significant geop geopolitical um, um, shift, uh, major changes that the past 12 months. And uh, I, I would summarize it uh, uh, that that way, as I mentioned, I hope I didn't miss anything, but I think these are the most important uh, points to mention. Um, so, um, of course, the goal is to to overcome adversity and uh, manage to survive and, and thrive. Uh, this is very important for us as well, since uh, the startup was started in 2021, and it would be really sad to just see it disappear uh, very soon. So we're trying to uh, to overcome adversity and uh, thrive uh, as soon as possible. Uh, some of the things that we, we considered and uh, we have actually applied uh, is, of course, cost-cutting measures. Um, we're, we're trying to, uh, all we can, to uh, decrease uh, utility bills, uh, to decrease uh, ad spending. For example, we saw that after the war started uh, in, in February in Ukraine, the ad spending effects and uh, conversions were, were much lower, as I had mentioned previously. So we uh, reduced that spending, but we increased search engine optimization uh, actions. Uh, and we're seeing some effect on that. Uh, another thing we did is that uh, 
because of the huge freight delays and huge freight costs from, from China, we started working with, uh, or at least we are in the discussion phases with some EU suppliers. And uh, we have the advantage that uh, in the EU, we can ship by truck, which is significantly faster and, uh, and much cheaper than, than shipping from China. Um, and uh, another obvious thing is a financial aspect of it is that, for example, you can, you can build good relationship uh, with your suppliers and partners and agree on some uh, maybe a little lower cost or longer payment terms. So uh, you can manage this, this uh, period of adversity and, uh, and, of course, as I said, thrive later on. So this was, um, in brief, the actions that uh, we took to, to overcome adversity. Right, right. Absolutely. And I think it's quite evident that, you know, the last couple of months might have not been very easy for you and, you know, for almost all the brands um, spread across the geo, right? Yes, sure. I agree with that. Definitely. I think uh, that's the case. Yeah. You know, we're somewhat happy to hear that Jolovis is steadily rising about in the face of this adversity. And, you know, we wish you the very best. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I think... Uh... We, we will survive. The, the idea for us is that we're now trying to survive. And uh, uh, after the survival, thrive, hopefully, uh, very soon after that. Uh, but at this point in time, we're trying to survive and uh, uh, make this startup um, uh, manage to achieve its goals Absolutely. and be profitable and, uh, and give the best service to customers. Absolutely. And we truly hope that things get better over time for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, then. I also wanted to quickly touch upon the need to go digital, you know, when situation like this arises, right? During the pandemic, um, one way out for retailers was to go digital. And there's been a tremendous increase in the desire and the need to go digital and sell online. And it's almost very important that brands move towards a very cohesive digital experience for customers. But most e-commerce retailers today are not fully equipped with either the knowledge or the content that's needed to establish their presence on their own, right? And in these difficult times, can you tell us how technology will help in overcoming these challenges and enable brands to adapt to the constantly evolving retail landscape? Sure. Uh, I think that uh, uh, digital now, um, yeah, sure. Um, I think, um, of course, technology and the digital adoption is everywhere around us. Um, and it's, of course, more prevalent uh, during and after the pandemic um, because, of course, retail shops were not able to sell directly in brick and mortar sh uh, stores directly to customers. So they, they had to adapt and uh, open their uh, e-commerce stores. Um, there, uh, there are several issues that uh, we saw there. As I mentioned earlier, for example, there were significant delays in any uh, any IT tasks that we needed to help with, there were significant delays because there were so many people that, uh, so many businesses and individuals that were, were going and asking for assistance from these IT companies. And uh, so they were overloaded with work. Um, I also believe that uh, all these companies have made new hires and some of these new hires might not have been as experienced as the existing employees in the company. So th there, there will be some uh, migratory stage, uh, let's say, to these uh, IT companies that uh, they will need to train these new employees and uh, be able to, to handle the increased flow uh, uh, of, uh, uh, of tasks being, uh, being required um, for, the job, for their jobs from, from businesses and individuals that need help, uh, IT help issues 
from anything from e-commerce um, websites to uh, ERP systems for printing their receipts, etc. Um, I think uh, digital transformation is everywhere. And uh, uh, for us, for example, apart from the e-commerce store, um, there are several initiatives in Greece and other countries. For example, in Greece, we are able to now um, legally send uh, digital receipts and we no, we no longer need to physically print the receipt and include it in the package. It's, it's legal to email it to the customer. So we also have some environmental benefits there as well and some, some efficiencies being added to the process of uh, picking, packing and shipping orders. Um, there are um, also advantages in, uh, for example, personalization on websites uh, when there are so many AI personalization um, services available and some top offers, for example, from Vue AI uh, itself, uh, where um, you can observe the user, um, their purchasing patterns, the products they view, and you can personalize what they see, the email marketing uh, that they receive. And uh, this is good for the user as well uh, because they, they are seeing what they need most. And, uh, and it's also good for an, from an ROI uh, perspective because there's higher targeting and uh, better return on investment. Um, also, for example, of course, VUAI has a virtual models uh, service, which we are using as uh, Geologis. And uh, it's, a, it's a great service because during the COVID pandemic, uh, it was difficult and very expensive to, to hire models and uh, photoshoot the products on uh, the models. And uh, this, this uh, service helped us a lot uh, during those months. And uh, we, we are continuing to use it, of course, today. Uh, so, uh, yeah, in, in, in general, this is what uh, I have to mention about the how technology can help in the retail, in the retail sector. Basically, everywhere, um, you cannot really exist as a a retail business without being digital as well, uh, especially after the COVID pandemic, because uh, everyone has a fear that if there's another one, another wave of um, um, mutations of this, virus, of this virus, and we have to be locked down again, uh, how are we going to continue selling? So they, they have, the majority, I think, have made the switch and they are digital as well. Uh, now, digital can, can, can be all-encompassing and can be in any part of the business. So there are many parts uh, where um, a digital migration is important. Uh, for us, uh, for example, it has been, uh, of course, the e-commerce website, uh, the digital communication with customers, not just by phone call, but also with, with um, a digital chat through the website, through social media chat. So the communication is primarily there. Um, customers are have become uh, familiar with that, and it's convenient, and it's uh, it makes sense for them. They don't necessarily want to talk over the phone all the time. Um, the the receipt uh, issuing is no longer needed to be on paper. Um, there are digital receipts, legal digital receipts that can be sent to the client by email. There's no need to print them out. Uh, there is a of course, digital marketing. Um, so advertising is, as we all know, not no longer just TV and radio is, uh, is a lot now on social media and search engines and uh, especially for an e-commerce uh, uh, store that makes a lot of sense because it can be customized and you can see and uh, track um, 
what is the ROI on the ad spend per, per product, per SQ level to down to the each color and even the size of a garment. So you can track all these uh, data with um, uh, digital marketing. Oh, wow. Right. Thank you so much for this, Alex. Um, you know, I came across the statement and it has always stayed with me, right? It goes, digital is like gravity and it is everywhere in our lives. And it is true, right? Um, and you rightly pointed out that digital is now everywhere around us. The statement stands out for me from what you just said. Um, and, you know, the advancement of technology truly has been reflecting in the way retailers interact with customers today. And um, since you already touched upon this, I'm going to actually ask you a question upon the importance of AI in today's retail landscape. We're seeing a lot more e-commerce retailers today have slowly adapted to integrating AI models and taking a sidestep from traditional model shoots. So how do you or e-commerce retailers today have slowly adapted to integrating AI models and taking a sidestep from traditional model shoots, right? Um, how do you think or how do you shift and reshape the future of retail? We think uh, it's a major change um, and uh, it's something definitely uh, very good for everyone. Um, for example, of course, during the pandemic, it was a, a must-have because uh, it was difficult to, to work with models and book uh, meetings and uh, do photo shooting, uh, etc. Uh, and also very expensive. So uh, for us, it was really the kind of the only option at that point in time. Uh, but uh, after after utilizing it, we found that it's a it's a viable alternative. And uh, our opinion now is that. Uh, it is something that's going to continue, and uh, uh, we believe it will be a, a hybrid approach uh, of actual models with uh, virtual models, uh, because uh, everyone has its advantages and disadvantages. Um, for example, for for a business that is maybe um, along further away in their journey. Uh, to and they've scaled significantly. They have many garments per uh, per week. Uh, they might choose that part of their SKUs will be uh, on virtual models and part will be on real models, just to speed up the process. Um, some might choose to have everything on virtual models and have parts of the uh, photo shoots on on real models. For example, model needs to be on the sea. Uh, uh, next to the to the beach swimming for example or it needs to be on an environment that is difficult for a virtual model they will choose the, the actual model uh, if they need a video with uh, specific effects they will, might choose a real model but for all the other circumstances i think a virtual model is a, a very good approach uh, so we we consider this uh, uh, to be very important for uh, speed efficiencies uh, uh, for variation of models, for example, in one country it might be difficult to find all types of uh, of people: Asian, uh, African, uh, Latin American. You know all these all the types of people, uh, and it might be difficult to to uh, to hire such people. So that that is a solution with virtual models. Uh, of course, as I mentioned, the efficiencies uh, 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 there are are huge. Uh, compared to hiring actual models, but it is it is a big learning curve. Um, there is a lot of work to be done um, on the studio 
appropriate lighting, appropriate backgrounds, camera settings, the appropriate lenses, colors, uh, mannequins, etc. But uh, we think that uh, it is something that is really worth it. And uh, uh, there will be a hybrid approach uh, from now on in the future that it has reached uh, this stage uh, in the AI uh, technologies. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting to know, Alex. And absolutely right. The future of retail is, you know, shaped heavily by AI. And we're happy to be able to influence that to, you know, really be part of this change. I think, you know, we've covered quite a few different areas that we wanted to talk about. But before we get to the end of the podcast, it goes without saying that we at Bureauty are absolutely ecstatic about the incredible relationship that we share with you. And so why don't you tell us a bit about how the association has been for you so far? Um, uh, in general, we're really happy with our partnership with uh, UAI. Um, you have a, a really incredible team. Uh, really knowledgeable, um, understanding, um, excellent communication, uh, very flexible. Uh, really, for us, it has been really, really amazing, uh, honestly. Uh, I mean, we've had so many difficulties with the COVID pandemic, all these delays in, in garment shipments that uh, took several months and uh, the e-commerce website needed several features that we wanted, which were customized and there were delays and you were showing understanding. Um, the, all the um, uh, setup of the uh, studio for us, um, uh, you, you offered a lot of help there uh, with all the minor details from the backgrounds, the colors, the, the lenses, the, uh, the mannequins, uh, the preparation, all, all these assistance that you gave us. Um, we really wouldn't have been able to do this uh, uh, if it wasn't without the UAI team. Uh, it's not something that can be done just going to, to a website and ordering a subscription service and, uh, uh, and preparing everything, uh, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five in, in a single uh, step like that. It's, it's a more complex process, as you know, and uh, you've offered us tremendous help. Uh, and we, we were surprised and amazed by the end result of what we're seeing. And uh, we, we will definitely uh, be your partners for a long time. Uh, given all these benefits, um, and yeah, we we can be more thankful. Thank you for um, uh, for all your assistance. Uh, we 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 got a lot more than we expected, to be honest. Uh, uh, the assistance was assistance was huge from us, uh, from you to us. Fantastic! Thank you so much, Alex. And uh, we're incredibly glad too to be working with a company like yours. So finally, what's ahead for Jolois? Um, so for Jolovis, I um, uh, have to be honest and say for now, for us, uh, with all these adversities, we have to uh, really survive and uh, be able to cope during these times. Uh, we hope that the situation will improve and uh, we will be able to overcome these adversities, adversities and uh, be able to uh, increase uh, our, uh, uh, our sales by bringing in more products. Uh, Joanna is already working with suppliers to have some customized garments uh, from closer, um, this time not, not from China, because of the delays and increases in, in increasing uh, freight costs. Uh, so by bringing in more SKUs, uh, having a little lower pricing this time, uh, because the, the budget of consumers has been decreased uh, by um, 
having ex offering excellent customer service and uh, prompt service and uh, fast shipments, we expect that eventually we will overcome these adversities and uh, and be able to become uh, profitable soon. Uh, but uh, the if you're asking us for the future after that, the goal is to uh, to expand in even more categories of uh, of products. Uh, again, focused on on women's fashion since Joanna is leading the product uh, range, uh, and I'm helping in the IT, etc., uh, the other parts of the business. Uh, expand the product range, have uh, more suppliers, have better negotiations uh, with our suppliers, better relationships so we can uh, get the products that we need, the customizations that we need, uh, hopefully lower prices if we're able to sell more units and buy more units, um, make use of uh, modern technology uh, like virtual models, personalization, etc. Uh, so we can offer better service and higher satisfaction to our customers. Um, and in general, increase efficiencies as well with the use of technology. And if everything goes uh, to plan, we hopefully plan to expand to other EU countries eventually. So yeah, that's a, that's the overview of our goals. That's moment. amazing. That's amazing, Alex. And we're here rooting for you and Joanna uh, and the path ahead for Jolovis. All right. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kritika. Thank you. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alex. Um, it was truly great hosting you, you on our podcast. And uh, yeah, we look forward to a lot more insightful conversations with you. Thank you very much, Kritika. Thank you for having me. Have a nice day. And that's the end of today's episode of the Retail Podcast by Bureau.ai. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. We'll be back with a brand new episode talking about all things retail, tech, and much more. Stay tuned. And until next time, this is your host, Kritika Anand. Bye.